If you want to become financially independent, come to my seminar. Let me show you how to make the fortune you have always dreamed about. Ready? Go! What happens if you are named in Nelson Rockefeller's will? You get rich quick. Stand on the line, turn the game again. Everybody's gonna lose, and I'm gonna win. Gonna get rich quick. This is my lucky day. Hello, everybody, and welcome once again to Get Rich Quick with Josh and Noel. Right here on Radio Free Brooklyn. Sorry about the level issue there, guys. I'm. Noel is, again, you know, because of COVID here in New York City, the epicenter, as with everything's New York City, we are the epicenter of everything in this world. Yeah. And uh, uh, unfortunately, one of them happens to be a pandemic viral disease. Yeah. Um, so uh, Noel is uh, uh, working from home. I am uh, sitting around home doing not much of anything. Hoping that I'll be uh, able to get unemployment at some point. Um, and, uh, 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 you know, that's just the name of the game. So this is a show where I, Josh Rubin. And I, Noldenin. Come together once a week. Regardless, we're better than the post office. <laughs> <coughs> Neither rain, nor sleet, nor snow, nor shine, nor virus, nor pandemic will keep us from our appointed radio show. Uh, this is a show where we come together once a week, no matter what, over a single topic, which is what should bring us all together, people. Enough of this partisanship, enough of this liberal conservative, enough of this commie Nazi business. We all want one thing. We want to get better and get rich. And that's what this show is all about. Getting better by getting rich. Yeah. So anyway, we pick a topic. We come up with a bunch of ideas on said topic. Uh, uh, we put them out over the airwaves for all of you, our sweet, dear listeners, to, uh, to take an action and become immensely wealthy off of. Once you've achieved said immense wealth and you've achieved it quickly, or even, you know, at a moderate pace, we still get ours. We still get our taste. Yeah. Then and only then do we think that it's only fair in a, a democratic socialist society like we will be coming to, uh, then and only then do we think that it's important that they do what, Noel? After you're rich, after you're made your millions, your billions, quickly, or as Josh said, even if it's not super quick, as long as you have made it, you got to give us 10% of everything you made while you got rich. You could tithe us 10%. That's it. There it is, That's guys. the deal. 10 whole percent. You tithe us. You tip us. Yeah. Finder's fee. Idea man fee. Um, Muse. Muse money. I think if they saw us, we wouldn't be such muses to them. <laughs> <laughs> we might be like amusing money. There you go. But I don't know how much of a muse we are. But I'll, you know, I'll go with it. You know, we have we have better voices. We have we have faces for radio, as the kids say. Sure, as yeah. the kids say, as and your kids are gonna say. That's gonna soon. be soon. 
It's, that's going to be your child's first words. After Dada yeah. and Mama, it's going to be, you have facial radio. <laughs> and in Spanish, Noel, tú tienes un caro para radio. Yeah. There you go. And that's what it's going to be saying that all the time. Yeah. Your own child is going to destroy whatever self-esteem you have. Oh, you know that's happening no uh-huh. matter what. Uh-huh. Usually it doesn't happen till they're like 13 or 14. Oh, no. This but, one's going to get yeah, early start. He's going to get right out of the womb. Woomba. It's going to be kind of brilliant. It's going to be talking the second it gets out, but yeah. all it's going to do is put you down. Yeah. And it's going to keep saying things like, I want to live with Uncle Josh. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Josh is the greatest. Sure. Yeah. Anyway, Noel, what's going on, man? Uh, not too much. You know, been uh, in, in this apartment for the past week. Um, haven't done much. I've worked uh, about 30 feet away from where I work is where the couch is, where I go after I finish working. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and about, uh, you know, 30, 40 feet from there is my bed where I go after I'm done watching TV. And then I make that circuit every day. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're really you're you're getting the movement and the exercise in. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. That's it's pretty much a workout. Yeah, I'm actually having back problems from all the uh sitting I've been doing. Oh really? Yeah, my lower back is like just tightening up and cuz literally I spend all day for the most part slouched on a couch. Mhm. I just, you know, wh- what the fuck else I'm going to do? I'm I'm not eating nearly as much as I normally do yet I'm putting on weight cuz I don't move. Oh really? See, I feel I'm the opposite. I feel I'm eating drastically more than I normally would. But I'm not putting on weight. I may even be possibly losing weight. Nan thinks I'm losing weight. Because of stress? But it's just stress. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Mm-hmm. 100%. Yeah, I, I don't know why, man. I have not... I was talking to my therapist today, and I, you know, I, he was... You know, we every time I talk to him, he's like, you know, well, how are you doing? Because obviously this is the number one thing that people are thinking about right now. And I'm like, man, uh-huh. I am good. This is kind of the thing I've dreamt of. <laughs> my whole life like I, and not even as a like you know funny yes but not like i'm not joking like i think throughout my life the idea of just sort of sitting around in my apartment all day yeah. not getting shit about not doing anything because i can't do anything uh-huh. not being told to leave the house not being told to do something better than watch tv not being told you know and basically being left alone and then when i do go out there's no one on the streets that's like been my dream since childhood. This is what I was built for. Uh-huh. I was built for a pandemic. Well, I thought it was like a zombie apocalypse, but when you really give the thought about the zombie apocalypse, it's like you, you have to, you know, be able to move and, and, and fight. And, you know, it's not going to be just like, you know, wandering or the streets every once in a while. I'm more of a last man on earth kind of guy. Yeah. And, uh, uh, yeah, so, I mean, I've been sort of in my head preparing for this for all my life. Well, You know, nothing, what can I stretch out about? I have no control over anything, so I can just yeah. give it all up. This is your moment to shine, maybe. This is, <laughs> this is your forte. You know, or take a nap. <laughs> or take a nap. It is, yeah. I, you know, and I've been going with that. This is my moment. I should just cherish these moments because they're, they're few and far between. Although, okay. from what everyone says, there will be more pandemics, so I may get a real chance to... Maybe I'll open up a school yeah, where I teach people how to just, you know, chill. Chill out. Yeah. 
<laughs> Pandemic survival 101. Yeah. You know, the 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 you know, the preppers, they it's like, you know, beans and canned food and fire and and I'm like, "Nope. This is how you sit on a couch for 12 hours without your back hurting. This is how well, you play a video game for 14 hours. This is how you sleep." You know, this is how you kill 24 hours without actually doing anything. What if the next pandemic, though, there's no Internet and or electricity? Why would the pandemic attack our infrastructure? That's not a pandemic. That's a computer virus you're thinking about. Maybe there wouldn't be people to run it. Uh, Noel, come on, man. Why are you bringing me down? I'm not. I'm not trying to. Well, actually. My story is going to bring you down. <laughs> <laughs> All right, hit it. Okay, so uh, I have one story that is right on topic. Um, and right of the time. Uh, and, and unfortunately, not a super happy topic. Uh, so, as you know, I'm expecting a baby uh, officially under two months from now. Mm-hmm. Um and so we're going to have the baby in the city, in a hospital. Uh, and, you know, how everyone's always talking about one of the most important things for this baby is skin on skin right after they're born. Uh, we just found out the other day that the hospital is saying that nobody can go in with uh, the mother <clears throat> when to deliver. Yeah, but including me. I understand that, but she'll get to touch the baby right after. It's Not born. me. I'll be a stranger. You're not really going to be a stranger. Eh. You're you're freaking out about this. I mean, look, you can. Yeah. <laughs> I just read an article in Huffington Post that I was going to forward you. I like oh. literally read it right before it, and it's about a couple that is l- leaving New York to have their baby somewhere else, mm-hmm. so they can do the 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 birthing with each other. I mean, they had a lot of help with it, and you know the the. Their doctor was like, are you are you planning on on skedaddling for this? Like, like ask them outright. And they said, we're thinking about it. And their doctor was like, I don't blame you. Yeah. So, you know, maybe you guys can do that. Relocate for the last month. Find a doctor. Yeah. And and there's always a thing, too, where everything's changing so quick right now that in two months, who knows? You know, we all might be wearing shoes for hats and. Uh, there'll be a hundred people mandatory in the delivery room. You know, you you don't know what what the situation is going to be. That would be quite uh, 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 both of those things. <laughs> if they were to actually happen, would be quite uh, shocking to me. I have to be honest with you. Yeah. First uh, of well, all, it, I would not wear a shoe for a hat. Okay. I don't think it's a good look. I mean, that's just me. Well. What's that guy that always runs for president with the boot on his head? Oh, uh, uh, shit. What's his name? It's with a V. Something vermin? Mm-hmm. Vermin Supreme. Yeah, Vermin Supreme. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's got the welly, the big well- Wellington boot on his head. Maybe he's going to come up from behind, win the election. I fucking hope. <laughs> I mean, look, the dude cannot be any worse than Trump. Yeah. By any nope. stretch of the imagination. Nope. Nobody can. Overall, number one, uh, you know, and speaking of touch, I mean, you know, apparently Joe Biden is, has touched one of his aides poorly. 
Yeah, you just said that. I haven't heard about that yet. Yeah, I'll look it look. up. I, I hadn't. I hadn't heard about it either. And then, so this is the deal with it, and this is where it's sort of, you know, uh, <clears throat> it's been, uh, 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 it's being run on all the right wing news sites. This right wing uh, 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 reporter, conservative, very conservative reporter. I don't remember what she. I think she either she works for the Hill. Um. Uh, and she also has a podcast, had this woman on. Um, all of her information about who she was, uh, the fact that she had tried reporting this previously, um, uh, uh, is verifiable, um, you know, in terms of that she was actually a, uh, uh, a member of his staff back in 1993 when she said this happened. Mm-hmm. Um and uh, uh, but it's not being picked up by anyone else. And then other than the, you know, really big uh, Bernie or bust people, uh-huh. you know, because they're super anti Biden um, and, uh, you know, websites like The Blaze and The Hill and Breitbart, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but then the only thing that I can find out about her that is sort of taking her down is there's this rumor going around that she's a russian plant okay yeah but you know i mean i don't know but yeah i I don't know you know he was vp for eight years Mm -hmm. and this never came out uh i don't know it seems kind of funny she claims that she went to the me too people yeah and said she wanted to bring this up and uh, uh, she was told by them that, you know, they couldn't do it because he was the vice president at the time. Okay. And, and when she was an aide, it was when he was a senator but, but, back in But Me Too was a bunch of people tweeting. It wasn't, you didn't have to go through an organization. Well, there was you didn't, no gatekeeper. Well, well, but there was. There were people who sort of began it and, and uh, sort of were the, 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 uh, the original faces of the Me Too movement. And yeah. she went to them to tell them her story, and they were apparently concerned about uh, uh, being. If you look it up, Me Too is is a nonprofit organization. Okay. Um, you know, look, I'm not saying one way or the other. I don't want to pass on misinformation or disinformation, uh-huh. but I'm not hearing anything about this woman that is coming up as. Uh, 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 there's nothing disputing anything this woman says currently. Which I find interesting, and this has happened. This happened like a couple days ago. Okay. Uh, you know, I I have another story that's happier. That oh, has to do with okay. Uh, so last night, mm-hmm. uh, laying in bed, this baby is getting big, mm-hmm. and it is moving a lot, uh-huh. right? And, uh, and 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 moving strongly. Uh-huh. So if you put your hand on the belly, it'll it'll basically start moving almost right away. Mm-hmm. And so. I was, doing that yesterday and it was really moving and i started i'd take my fingers and just kind of like drum them on her stomach just, and the baby would go crazy <laughs> and then i wait for it to stop and i do it again and the baby would go crazy uh-huh. and i kept doing that so it was officially the first time that we played i guess that's true yeah the other possibility is no i don't believe you <laughs> <laughs> The other possibility is, is that when this baby comes out, yeah, every time it hears a drum solo, it's going to scream and run out of the room. 
<laughs> There's a possibility, I guess. But at least it won't know who to blame because it won't know who I am. But you'll know. Skin on skin time. You'll absolutely know. You will be like, oh my God, it was me. I thought I was playing with him or her. Yeah. Um, Anyway, Noel, all these conversations, all these stories. Yeah. All these words pouring Uh, out of our mouth trying to kill time. They all lead to one thing. They do. And that one thing is what our topic is this week. And our topic this week is, Noel. Our topic this week is touch, how to get rich with it or without it. How to me too your way to the top. Wow. Wow. It's pretty good. Me too your way to the top. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're just equating touch with bad touch all the time. No, I'm I'm actually not in in my thing too much. Mm-hmm. There, 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 there's a touch of touch, a but touch of bad touch. Yeah, just a smidge. But in general, that's not my that's not my shtick. Mm-hmm. Well, all right, Noel. Might as okay. well get to it. Nothing right. to it but to do it. That's right. So uh, I think both Josh and I are going to be a little fast and loose with the facts and the uh, uh, things like that this week. You know, you can't look at the Internet without going into a frickin' news hole, which then sends you into a panic attack. So uh, so I, I, I'm just kind of free-form in this one. Uh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, so, um, touch guys, how are we going to get rich with it? Right? Well, I'm going to tell you. So right now, touch is an issue. It's everywhere. Don't touch anything. Don't touch your face. If you touch anything, you got to wash, you got to wear gloves, you got to not touch anything and as josh said this is the first probably of many pandemics to come right so i think you can get in on this one if if you don't if you're listening to this a year down the road listen to an archive don't worry there's still more coming for you right uh so every time i hear you just kind of get the whole concept of bad touch in your head right can I tell you, I just want to, when I did a search for bad touch, uh-huh. everything that came up for the first two pages was uh, that Bloodhound song, Bloodhound Gang song, Bad Touch, that I was singing to you earlier. Oh, really? You and me, baby, ain't nothing but mammals, so let's do it like they do on the Discovery Channel. Uh-huh. That was like the first two pages. And then on the That's third shocking. page... There was a band called Bad Touch, and then f- okay. and then there was like one thing about like Bad Touch, like teaching your kids the difference between good touch and bad touch. And I was really okay. surprised about that, especially right. in this day and age. Yeah, because in this day and age, it seems like suddenly all touch is bad touch, right? Mm-hmm. And it's a struggle, as as we as I had said a few weeks ago. Uh, I I started paying attention. When I walk home or go to work, how how many things do I touch, right? And I got it down to I touch two things. Uh, last week, I had to – I haven't been out of the uh, – actually, today, I left the building and walked to the sidewalk <laughs> uh-huh. because Josh had to drop off my microphone. Um, 
and uh, that's the furthest I've been since last Thursday. That's crazy, dude. I don't know uh, how you can do that. <laughs> well, you know, that's the way it is. But uh, but it, it, I mean, okay, go ahead. But uh, so when I did go out last time, uh, the thing I was like, you know what I'm going to do is even though I can do almost everything I need to do without touching anything, I brought a rag with me. Mm-hmm. And I used the rag to open doors. Okay. And then I figured that I'm not touching anything. Because the oh, name of the game okay. right now is don't touch anything. Yeah, I get it. That's but true. that's not feasible. You know, the, the one good thing about <laughs> being inside and not coming in and out of my apartment is in here, nothing's been coming in or out. Mm-hmm. So Has you man know, not left the apartment this entire nope. time? Nope. Holy shit. You know, I nope. see pregnant women out there all the time. Not this one. Okay. Uh, nope. Nope. Hasn't. Uh, hasn't. Wow. Went downstairs once. That's. I. I just. I. I'd, I'd really lose my mind. No joke. Yeah. Yeah. Are you guys opening the windows? Yeah. Oh, and, and you know what? She will do this. She loves going on the fire escape. Okay. So she'll go all on right. the fire escape. All right. Um. So. Uh. When you're in your apartment. It's like a luxury. You can touch things, right? Mm-hmm. And and this whole got to wear gloves, can't touch anything, that's not going to go anywhere. But also, you're not going to be wearing gloves all the time, right? You're not going to be, you're going to need to touch things, right? Mm-hmm. So you're going to need a hybrid, right? Mm-hmm. So I I had that whole bad touch in my head, stuck in my head. And, of course, when you think bad touch, who else are you going to think of than Michael Jackson, the king of pop and the king of bad touch? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I thought about him, and what did he have? He had one glove. <laughs> he had one jeweled glove. Mm-hmm. Right? So we're going to borrow that idea from him. And you guys out there, you're going to make one glove, and it's going to be antibacterial it's gonna be waterproof but it's gonna look nice and it's gonna be bejeweled Mm -hmm. and uh people can go around with one glove so that when they need to touch something that strange to the touch they can always use the one hand it'll be like in in certain cultures you know you don't want to shake hands with the left hand or something like that Mm -hmm. because they That's use the that one you, for wiping. Right. Yeah. You don't eat. Right? With, you don't eat or shake hands with the hand you use for wiping your asshole Ex- with. Exactly. Not in so this, this country, will, though. No. No. We we just wipe our assholes with our fork. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but so so it's gonna be like that, right? You're gonna have one good hand, one bad hand, and the bad hand has the glove. You're gonna charge a pretty penny because they're gonna be on people all the time. They're gonna need to be comfortable. They're gonna need to be well made. And the nicer, the better. It's going to become a status symbol. You're going to be charging thousands of dollars for these gloves, and people will gobble them up. There you go. That's it. That's a big one. So it's going to be the hand that you touch with. Yeah. So the hand you put... So let me get this straight, just so I understand. The hand that you put the glove on is the hand that you touch everything outside with. Yes, and the other hand, you can walk around, you can pick your nose, you uh-huh. can scratch your face, you know, uh, you can do whatever you want. Okay. Uh, 
Why do you because, need a jeweled glove? Why don't you just wear a cheapo disposable latex glove like everyone's doing? This currently? is not going away, and so it's going to have to become better. It's oh. going to have to be better <laughs> than a latex glove. It's okay. going to be nicer. Uh huh. It's going to be part of your accoutrement. Okay. It's you know not some piece of duct tape toilet paper stuck to your hand. Right. It's it's going to be nice. I think you're really selling a lifestyle more than a product here. Well, that's what we're lifestyle is going to be changing. I think. Well, that's what I'm saying. I think you're putting out an idea for a lifestyle of, you know, because as Americans, we use two hands for everything. Right. We don't yeah. we don't we don't do what we, you just said. We don't have the hand we eat with the hand we shake with the hand we wipe with whatever. Well. But, but people, you know, people drive with one hand and eat with one hand. Sure, no, no, no. But what I'm saying is, is you are you are essentially indicating that we need to have a cultural shift in this country. Yeah. Where one hand is going to be for touching yourself and the yes. ones you love, yeah. And the other hand is going to be used for touching stuff that may kill you. Yeah. That may carry something that'll kill you. So a you're selling. Percent. Right, you're you're what you're really pitching is a, is is an, an enormous lifestyle change, and then figuring out how to uh, 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 get rich off of that. I just feel like, you know, you're going to have people who are going to be, you know, I'm fine with a latex glove. You're not, you know, you're just going to have yeah. to you're going to have to you're going to have to corner the like the left or right hand glove market is what I'm saying. All you're going to have to do is get a few celebs. Wearing it on page <coughs> six. Mm-hmm. Next thing you know, boom, 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 yeah, boom. No, I want true. the Johnny Depp glove. I want the, you know. Yeah, of course. Of course. There you go. That's a solid idea, Noel. Yeah. Um, as you were talking about, touch, the good kind, is extraordinarily oh. important for all creatures in the world. Uh, dating back to the 1950s, uh, experiments were done on uh, rhesus monkey babies. Mm-hmm. Uh, he put them in a cage, two of them in a cage, each in separate cages, left them alone for a little while without any parents or peers around, took them out of the cage, then confronted them with two, quote-unquote, what he referred to as mothers, giving them the chance to decide between the two mothers. Uh, one of the mothers was made of wire, and it was holding a bottle of milk. Uh-huh. The second one consisted of a soft and fluffy material, but did not carry a bottle of milk. Uh, with all of the monkeys that he did this with, the majority of them, and by majority I mean vast majority, like 80 plus percent, okay. chose the fluffy mother, oh. the one without the milk. Even though they were hungry... They wanted what appeared to be touch from yeah. their own kind. Um, when they've done these sort of uh, 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 tests on humans, obviously not as extreme, uh, they've had the same results. Um, when they've done this with humans who have suffered from social isolation, you would think they would reject physical contact but they actually react positively to it. Um, Humans in general react positively to positive physical contact because what happens, Noel? A hormone called oxytocin Uh. is released in our body. 
Sure. And oxytocin reduces our stress level. At the same time, our anxieties release, our blood pressure drops, and uh-huh. we experience less anxiety. They call oxytocin the love hormone. Mm-hmm. It is sky high in women who are lactating. <clears throat> surprise, surprise. Yeah. Right? You try to touch a lactating woman's baby, they'll kill you. <laughs> they will kill you. You don't touch the thing. They love that thing the most. Yeah. Right? You may not even get to touch your child. Hey, that's true. She may how be like, not? get away from me. Yeah. Don't steal my child, son of a yeah. bitch. <laughs> um, I was thinking, just to get off topic a little bit, you know, when we okay. were talking, when I was dropping the thing off, and you were saying like, well, you know, English isn't her first language, and, and if she's, you know, she ends up on drugs, she may not... Uh, uh, you know, you would need to advocate for. And I'm like, you don't speak any Spanish at all. If she starts <laughs> jabbering away at you in Spanish, you're going to have no idea what she's talking about. <laughs> I'll be like, I think she needs right. a television. And then the, the Spanish nurse is going to be like, no, she's saying more drugs. Yeah. Anyway. Um, <laughs> uh, so it's uh, uh, plentiful in lactating women. And it is released by men and women during orgasm. Oh, boy. So that rush that you feel when you orgasm, that is oxytocin exploding in your brain. Um, one of the excellent side effects of uh, oxytocin is it is associated with boosting trust and empathy. So much so that it uh, can increase a person's desire to donate to charitable causes. Uh, They did a test where uh, uh, they took 41 men. Uh, There was a placebo group, and then the other group was getting a couple of teaspoons, snorted a couple of teaspoons of oxytocin up the nose. They then had them watch 16 public service ads, all on what we would consider pretty liberal topics. Global warming, smoking, drunk driving. Uh, Drunk driving wouldn't be a liberal topic. Uh, Neither would smoking. But uh, 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 helping out starving uh, refugees, etc., etc. The men were then asked to tell how they felt about the people in the ads and the causes. And then they were asked how they would feel about donating to the cause. Um, And then they said, all right, now donate. Uh, Those on the placebo donated to about 15% of the ads. Those on oxytocin donated to 35% of the ads. That's a pretty big gap there. Oh, nice shades. (laughs) Noel is like being a real life. So we're doing this via FaceTime and Noel is being like a real life Snapchat filter. And he's just playing with different looks and different uh, uh, shades and making faces at me because he's a dick. Um, And then the men given the hormone donated 60 percent more money to the causes than the men in the placebo group. Wow. So as I mentioned before, a lot of these causes were what we would consider 
pretty liberal causes. All right. So I had a couple of ideas here. One, you're going to use hugs to harvest oxytocin from people. You are going to hook people up to machines that drill into the back of their head, go right to wherever in the brain that the oxytocin is delivered from, the hormone is delivered from, and you're just going to hug them all day. Mm-hmm. You're going to give them orgasms all day. You're going to lactate, make them lactate all day, and you're just going to suck all that oxytocin out of them. You're going to start putting it in foodstuffs. You're going to start putting it in... Uh, 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 mixing it, cutting, instead of cutting cocaine with baby laxative, it's going to get cut with oxytocin. <laughs> right? The other thing you're going to do is you're going to start going to all these red, red, red states where people are shooting other people with guns who get too close to them and touch yep. their stuff. And you're going to send busloads of people out there, beautiful young women and handsome young men, to just run up to people and hug them. Hug them tight till they just start. They can't help but relax and chill out and, and suddenly have empathy and suddenly uh, uh, feel like the world is a, not a great place and that they have an ability to change it for the better. And we as people can come together and help each other. And you're going to get all this money from the DNC to do this because you're going to flip all of the United States blue. Yep. Is what I'm saying. You're going to become the Pied Piper of the progressive movement. You become the Pied Piper of the blue movement and you are going to become extraordinarily rich. Yep. So there yeah. You go. That, that's fantastic. That is good. Uh, hey, you guys, we hope that you don't need oxytocin in order to give to us right because you can do it today you can go to radiofreebrooklyn.com go to the get rich quick with josh Noel show page hit the sponsor button and half that money goes to josh and i half that money goes to radio free brooklyn we did it you know uh i don't know if you guys noticed but we're hoping this week sounds a little better than last week last week i was just on uh headphones on my phone uh this week i'm on a mic i got a piece of equipment we bought equipment to be able to do this better. It just arrived today, though, so we're hoping that by next week we'll have it figured out to the point where we sound good again, right? Mm. Uh, so, you know, we're spending money. Give us some. Uh, let's make you, America good again. Let's make America good again, yeah. Uh, if you don't want to give us money, uh, but you do want to give Radio Free Brooklyn money because, you know, everyone needs it right now, you can go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.com and just right there on the front page, not on our page, Hit the pledge button and pledge an amount. All that money goes to Radio Free Brooklyn. None of it goes to us. Uh, you get a tax break because Radio Free Brooklyn's a 501c3 organization, and you get to feel good about yourself. Um, if you want to be involved beyond that, you can subscribe to our newsletter. Uh, there's all sorts of things you can do at this point. Uh, and we are in the middle of our Drive to Five campaign. <clears throat> Radio Free Brooklyn is soon, in an, about a month and a half, going to be uh, five years old. And we're trying to raise some money to be more self-sustainable. Uh, go to the website. There's lots of ways you can uh, contribute, take part. 
there's a quiz you can take for a chance to win uh, T-shirts. We got a bunch of T-shirts that different artists make. Uh, If you want, you can just donate some money and get yours today. Uh, So you guys do that. All right. Um, And as thanks for letting us give our spiel to you, Josh scours the Internet for another little way for you to get rich. And we're going to give that to you right now. The Get Rich Quick Tip of the Week, brought to you by Radio Free Brooklyn. As an extremely busy businessman, I encounter so many different things that can use my attention. Now, I have to decide where I want to put my attention. Now, the day before, I could have said to myself, I'm going to do these three things. I'm going to do A, B, and C. But the next day I wake up, I say my prayers, and eventually I realize that I don't need to do A, B, and C today. In fact, I might not even have to do it at all. I have to do D, E, and F, which are completely different than what I thought I had to do. But because I prayed, I understand that D, E, and F needs to get done. And so I work steadily on what I need to do in order to accomplish those goals. There you go, Noel. There you go. You are just like Daniel Alley. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so I'm going to have to listen to this afterwards and find out if that was an insult or not. With our setup we have right now, hopefully it sounds better to you, but I don't hear anything playing on Josh's computer. So <laughs> I was really hoping you wouldn't get right into that because I was going to say things like, what did you think about what he said in that part with about yeah. being a busy businessman? Oh, oh. That was my favorite part. I actually think I'm not 100% sure, but I think I may have uh, 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 used that before. Okay. Like I, 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 re, you know, I went on and I was looking for stuff and I found, I was like, oh, this is really good. But weirdly, it sounds familiar. But, okay. you know, I had no idea where I would have used it and it's, you know, not tagged at all in anything. So if you recognize it, uh, know that I didn't just uh, uh, rehash it too. intentionally. Yeah, I actually went out, but it was so good. Uh, uh, you know, I'm all about how prayer helps you get rich. <laughs> I think I think that's the ultimate in get rich quick schemes of and all every, time. Everything he says is such word salad, uh, repetitive. So who knows? It's super know? repetitive. If you listen to one of any of his things, it's always he he really follows the script is. Uh, uh, say what it is that, uh, uh, you know, is the point, right? Then explain it, then give a personal example. Okay. And then say what the point is again. Yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 it's super repetitive. (laughs) Not unlike the show. We follow the Daniel Alley method of, uh, making you rich. Oh, all our ideas are different. It's not the Every ideas, week. no. It's the script, my friend. Uh, anyway, buddy. Anyway. Touch. Uh, here we go. Here so, we go. I, as I said, I, I'm a little off the cuff. Uh, they're all going to be short and sweet from this point. I hope you have a lot of them then If when you say no. that you're all, because I'm done. Uh, that was my one. We're, we're going to have to do some chit 
chat in, I think. <laughs> uh, you know what, guys? Uh, uh, I know all of you are out there, and you love inundating us with uh, requests and yeah. ideas and things like that. I mean, it's so hard for me to go through all the emails we get. Uh, I don't know how you guys got my phone number, but I get voicemails. Um, Twitter is a light with people following us and, and, and DMing us. Same with Instagram and Facebook. And we don't even have an Instagram yeah. uh, uh, account. Uh, but, you know, if there's stuff you'd like Noel and I to talk about when we're killing time, which yeah. seems to be a solid, you know, 40 <laughs> minutes of the show now, <laughs> feel free to uh, uh, send us some topics that you'd like us to just chit-chat about. Oh, like suddenly we're going to break into like, so, uh, Josh, what did you think of the Civil War? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll seg into it slightly better than that. Yeah, Maybe yeah, I'll yeah. tell a story about that time I was in a Civil War reenactment and I got bucked off my horse and shit my pants. Oh, I would love if that were true. Uh, anyway, Noel. <laughs> okay, so anyway, you guys touch. Uh, it, it, this whole situation right now is affecting all of us, but there's one group out there that probably more than anyone else, this is affecting. And that group is millennials, right? Uh you can't pick up a paper without reading about how much millennials love cuddle parties. Oh, right. Yeah. Dead. Gone. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, you can't go on Instagram without seeing how much millennials love uh, taking group selfies where their heads all touch. Mm-hmm. Done. Done. Right. Uh, how are you going to fill that void? Right. Sex. Uh, <laughs> that's true. Well, and, and that, too. They love their orgies. Mm. Uh, done. <laughs> <laughs> Which I'm guessing they is love their cuddle, orgies. A cuddle, a cuddle party is just like an entrance. I was going to say a cuddle party a party it's, is for those people who are just thinking about getting into yeah. orgies. But <laughs> yeah, I'm orge curious. <laughs> uh huh. So. uh <laughs> So what can we do to help them out, right? Well, one thing you know is all these orgy houses, these uh, cuddle party locations, all these people just went out and signed leases and uh, ain't no one showing up anymore, right? So first of all, we're going to get some cheap space. We're going to gobble up that space bottom dollar. That was all cuddle party space? Cuddle party and orgy house space. Okay, yeah. orgy house. Right? I think that's half of Brooklyn at this point is dedicated <laughs> to this. Uh, is it really? Where was that yeah. when I was that age? Uh, it was the older people doing it then. You know, I have a friend who made a, a, a very good documentary uh, about uh, 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 the orgy scene. Oh, in, really? in the suburbs called uh, The Lifestyle. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, my friend uh, Dave Shizgal made that. Ah, okay. Uh, yeah, it, you know what was great about that? It was all the people sitting around like the dip table. Yeah, exactly. That was the, the best part about how sort of mundane all the sex was, yes. right? And it's like you're literally watching your parents screwing. <laughs> and, and, and then, yeah, otherwise it's just like every, you know, uptight suburban 
Uh-huh. Uh, uh, house party, except they're completely naked. Yeah. It's completely insane. You know what really the best part of that is, Noel? No. That he and the whole cam- and the whole filming crew had to be either naked or in their underwear mm-hmm. the entire time they shot that. Yeah, really? Yeah. That's horrible. Uh-huh. I'm glad we don't do that with that, our show. Yep. But anyway, guys, back to my idea. So you're going to gobble up all these spaces, all these ex-cuddle party dens, all these uh, or- orgy houses. <laughs> cuddle party and- den sounds so stin- <laughs> sinister for something that's a cuddle party. Uh-huh. Cuddle party well, seems so nice. Yeah, I don't know. I think they're sinister. Uh, and <laughs> well, so that's you gonna, don't like being touched, so you're gonna. Yeah, this is my this is my time to shine too. <laughs> uh, like, <laughs> <laughs> like I could imagine that would be your fucking nightmare. Uh, being like showing up to a party and finding out it's a cuddle party. <laughs> uh, I, I'd be out the door. I would just turn around and leave. Uh, or it depends on what that that uh, cheese table's like. But, that's uh, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so. You're going to grab all these spaces. And what are you going to use that space for? Well, you're going to teach Reiki, right? Mm-hmm. And Reiki, if anyone doesn't know, it's like uh, massage it's, therapy. It's, it, it, how can you say that when I... you Okay, so say the next part. No, 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 no. No, but, I, but you don't touch. Right, right? so it's, it's it, energy therapy. Just, you, you, it, it's like the whole thing you do with a kid where you're like i'm not touching you i'm not touching you i'm not touching you right <laughs> it's about but it's as a annoying as that of doing it uh you you rub your hands an inch away from a person uh without ever touching them uh and apparently it has healing powers people say mm-hmm. um and so you can work that on that i looked into it and there are people who think that they can do this from greater distances so you can even work that distance up to a safer distance um and you're going to teach people how to do this so that they can have no touch parties where they're just telekinetically touching each other, mm-hmm. right? No actual contact being made. Um, so they're going to do that. And what else are you going to do with the rest of the space? Because that doesn't take uh, much space, right? You're probably only going to have a few people in a classroom full of people right Mm -hmm. well what you're going to do is you're going to take the rest of the space and you're going to make uh two things for people that still want to get together and still want to take their selfies with the all look at on instagram every young woman taking a picture is touching foreheads with the next woman Mm -hmm. in every picture Mm -hmm. so you're going to get little foam head spacers and you're going to sell them to them and they're going to it's going to be the new selfie stick and what it is is just going to be a little foam piece that goes in between their heads keeps their heads from actually touching Mm -hmm. um but what you're going to do because you're going to have a third room in this this location wow you're gonna do with this room is you're going to hire some developers Mm -hmm. and you're going to make an iphone app that you're going to be able to grab everyone's data with and resell that data. Mm-hmm. And you are going to make a photo app and it's like going to it's going to be like the you know the things they have now where the face swaps and things like that. Mm-hmm. 
it'll be like that, but it'll make you look like you're taking a picture together, but you're really alone in your apartment on your couch. And it'll make it look like when you take these pictures, it'll stitch them all together and make it look like you're at a party. Make it look like you're at a cuddle party. Make Mm -hmm. it look like you're at an orgy. Make these people be able to continue to live the Instagram lives that they are accustomed to while still being alone in their apartment or their parents' basement. So it's like a green screen situation. Yeah, but but you're going to make a, f- a pre-formatted way that stitches them all together, and it's just oh, going to be see. an iPhone right. app. I got gotcha. you. Okay, uh, yeah, and, no. and it will sell a lot, and you will get everyone's data. You'll get their location mm-hmm. data. You'll sell it. We, well, we've I mean, their location before. data is they're they're at home. Well, that's true. <laughs> you know, but, but location data, data isn't so isn't isn't worth a data. whole lot these days. Yeah, that's true. All those guys Ooh. making a mint off of location data these days are losing their shirt. I I wonder if that's true. It's possible. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so as I was walking down the street today, I went and I went to go to our local Trader Joe's to go shopping. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, I walk the uh, the 10 blocks there from here, or eight blocks, whatever it is. And I got there and it was closed. Yeah. Closed. But, you know, for those of you out there who don't live in New York, I'm sure you've seen photos. New York, normally a hustling and bustling city full of people. The city of 10 million with another, <clears throat> I think, five to, I can't remember what it is, but it goes up to like almost 20 million during the course of the day with people coming from out of town to work who live out of, uh, not in New York City, but come here to work. It, it goes up by almost, almost doubles every day yeah. by people coming from Connecticut, New Jersey to work here. Uh, you know, you walk down the street. You pass five, six people, and every two blocks, that's a lot. That's a lot. So I'd walk down to the uh, to the supermarket, the Trader Joe's, and nothing there. So I turn around, and I start to walk back, and I see a woman, older woman, probably in her mid to late 60s. Uh. She's walking, and she's one of these, like, craggy ladies. You know, she looks like she's lived a life. Okay. And not a life that I'm necessarily would like, like she spent a lot of time on a sailboat or something like that. All right. And uh, uh, she's carrying a bamboo switch that's about four feet long. (laughs) And she's just holding it on her hip. And what I was like, what the fuck is she doing? And what I realized she was doing was if someone gets too close to that bamboo switch, yeah. that four feet distance, because they're supposed to be six feet away, she would give them a little tap with it. Yeah. Like you're getting too close. She was giving everyone kind of a dirty look as they'd pass by her. <laughs> now, I've had a couple instances of this, of people giving dirty fucking looks as I pass by them. Uh-huh. And so the other day, I was down by the river walking the dog. And the river was pretty busy. Uh, it was, you know, that seems to be where people are congregating to uh, not socially distance themselves from each other and, and only keep about three feet between them. And there's a lot of people walking back and forth, uh, uh, people on bicycles. And I'm like, this is getting crazy, I think. And, and a lot of people jogging and exercising and doing that whole thing. I think I'm going to get off the river. I'm just going to go walk on a, on a more abandoned street. 
So I go to cross the bike path, and there's a guy jogging on the bike path. He's got like four scarves wrapped around his face. He's wearing lime green uh, uh, gloves, and I am probably... He is on one side of the, 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 the crosswalk. I'm on the other side. I get the light. I take my first step, so I'm probably seven feet away from him. And he shoves his hand out and screams, Stop! And I stop, and he keeps jogging, and he goes, <laughs> Thanks! And now I'm angry for some reason. Sure. And I shout at him, If you don't want people being close to you, don't go where all the people are. Yeah. And then this woman walking down the street with her stick, uh, people who will like, you know, you'll be walking towards them and then they'll suddenly walk six feet around you. Sure. And then go on a beeline. That's fine. And these are all people that it's sort of like, you know, you don't have to run by the river when you're jogging. You can run Uh on an abandoned street or you could run on your treadmill at home if you're that freaked out by it. You don't have to walk down 6th Avenue. You're not getting anything. You're just going for a walk. I get you want to get out, but really, you're going to hit people? (laughs) So this is what I've decided to do. (laughs) Taking the idea of of this switch, you're going to have, everyone's going to have a belt or a bodysuit. You know, you decide how epic you want it to be. And it's going to have three-foot-long blades Oh, coming out of it and everyone's going to have it. And when you're bl- so if you have a three foot blade and someone else has a three foot blade and they touch, you are at exactly six feet. Yep. If you cross swords, you're too close and a battle ensues. Right. So you don't want to get stabbed. You don't want to fight. Then, you know, you just let the swords barely touch. Or you stop. You're someone who's doesn't have uh, your bodysuit of, of blades on. You don't want to get cut. You don't want to get killed. Yeah. You can tell from a mile away that this person is crazy, you know, not from right until you get to them and they hit you with their switch. You can tell from a block away that this person's wearing a fucking bodysuit full of blades. I'm going to give yeah. them six feet of space. Oh, at least. Yeah, at least. Uh, you know, generally, you know, in normal times, you would, like, go to another borough. To get away from them. You'd get out of the subway and wait for the next train. You wouldn't even go to the next car. No. You'd be like, I'm avoiding this 100%. So that's my idea, guys. You're going to get obscenely rich dealing with pandemics and social distancing by making social distancing uh, murder suits. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I heard in Canada there's people walking around with hockey sticks. That makes sense. Yeah. I think it would be nicer if they did it with curling brooms. Uh, it'd be softer. Yeah, it wouldn't be, you know, just a little, like, push, just a little brush. Like, why has it got to be so violent? Like, people aren't intentionally, like, you know, six feet. People have a, everyone's got a different sense of sight. There's an old joke. Okay. I can't do it because it requires a, it it requires a visual. Okay. Well, then we won't do that. Hey, you guys, if you want to. Write Josh and find out more about that joke. You can get, get him on Twitter at GRQ Josh Noel. You can email him at GRQ with Josh and Noel at gmail.com. You can Facebook him at Facebook slash GRQ Josh Noel. You can go on iTunes or anywhere where podcasts are available and 
download us, subscribe, rate, review, tell your friends, tell your enemies. If you only listen to us in podcast form, we implore you, tune in Saturday nights, 8 o'clock, Radio Free Brooklyn. Get the schemes five days for everyone else. Get there early, listen to Art Star Scene, stick around for a little afterwards, and listen to The Circuit. You guys, there's a, a, a lot of people now on Radio Free Brooklyn. We're adjusting quickly, and more and more people are recording from home, sending their shows in. Uh, so we are getting more and more uh, new content at all times coming in. And the ones that haven't, they're putting their favorite shows that they've recorded on. So you're kind of getting a best of. So now is the glory time for Radio Free Brooklyn. Tune in. You got a lot of money in your pocket at this point. What are you going to do with it? Josh is going to tell you he scours the internet for ways for you to spend that money. What do you get for half a billion dollars of aircraft? Well, the fully customized Airbus A380 owned by Prince Al-Walid bin Talal is certainly a good example. A stock standard commercial A380 will cost you around $400 million, but once the prince was done decking it out to his taste, it was worth a whole lot more. The usual carrying capacity for a commercial A380 is 600 passengers, so there's plenty of room over two decks to add the comforts of home. And when you're part of the Saudi royal family, your home is very comfortable. Following suit, Prince Al-Walid decked out his A380 with five master bedrooms of opulent finishes and 20 smaller private guest rooms. Entertainment, dining, and business was all accommodated, including a concert hall and a grand piano. But most astonishing of all is that the A380 accommodates his Rolls Royce. Forget home away from home. This is a palace away from palace. Well, no. What would you do with a $32 million table? I would, you know, eat dinner on it. I was going to say, you'd put a charcuterie spread out on it. Oh, yeah, that'd be good. Mm -hmm. Hey, you guys, I'm not going to comment on it now because I didn't hear it, but uh, how do you know that our ideas are as good as Josh and I think they are? That you should go out and take out a second mortgage, borrow money from all your friends, maybe even steal your money and uh, spend that government check that's apparently on the way. It's because Josh scours the Internet for rules getting rich quick, which we judge schemes by Josh. Where do rules come from this week? Today's rules are 10 rules of becoming rich from everything finance. All right. Sounds good. Uh, Number one, give yourself a raise. Give yourself (laughs) a raise, right? Get a stick, get a knife, keep everyone away from you. Get that government money. Yep. Number two. Yeah. Educate yourself, your family, and others. Educate yourself, your family, and others. Learn how to do Reiki. Uh, Number three. You're going to like this one, Noel. All right. Double your pleasure. Double your (laughs) pleasure, right? You're all alone in your apartment, but you're going to stitch your pictures together. It's going to look like you're two people having fun together. You're not. (laughs) Well, Noel... Uh, we're definitely getting rich with those bad boys. So once That's again, right. for Josh and Noel, don't spend all that knowledge in one place.
ain't back, gonna get rich quick. This is my lucky day. So stick around, baby, and everything will be okay. 